Good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. It is Monday. It is President's Day, February 20th, 2023. And thanks so much for being with us today. And you might be taking a day off, and I can't blame you for that. It is President's Day. Go buy a mattress, for goodness sakes. Okay? They're on sale. All right? And uh, we're celebrating President's Day here by going to Canada. Today, we're going to have a nice conversation with my good buddy, Robert Martellacci. Robert is the CEO of Mindshare Learning, and he is, as far as I'm concerned, the grand guru of Canadian ed tech and really Canadian learning. And he really has his finger on the pulse of what's going on up there. Okay, and also he uh, he's going to give us a report. He really is an expert on the educational technology. And uh, he was just down at FETC, and he did, which is the Future of Education Conference, which was just down in New Orleans. And um, we're going to talk to him about that. We're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org. That, as you will know, is our home website, the American Consortium for Equity in Education. We uh, put all our podcasts over there and all of our news is over there. Most importantly, our magazine, our online journal, which is called Equity and Access, Pre-K-12. That's over there. And if you click on the cover, you'll be able to see a uh, read and see a wonderful magazine and we have we honor all the equity winners this year and uh, there's a big section in there by the way on canadian uh, education which we always put in that's a big thank you to robert for that and uh, so go over see what your colleagues are doing in equity maybe you'll be an equity winner next year and uh, we hope that you'll nominate as we start that nomination process we'll keep you posted on what's happening there but everything's there at ace-ed.org Check it all out, and without further ado, on this Monday morning, let me bring on the one, the only, Robert Martellacci, and here he is. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Larry Jacobs, uh, thank you so much for that kind introduction, and happy President's Day and Family thank Day you. here in Canada. And what, what day is it in Canada? I'm sorry, say that again. Family Day. What is Family Day? It's it's an excuse to celebrate your holiday, except it, you know making it more relevant to us. And and uh, it's a newer holiday. We just felt we needed a holiday, you know, in the doldrums of February. Well, so uh, do you have the day off today? Yes, we Not do. You, but the country. Oh, the whole. Uh, well, yes, we're working. As you know, mindshare never sleeps. Well, I know that like mindshare never sleeps. But the whole rest of the country is off, right? For family day, that is correct. Yeah. yeah, and and in the U.S. as well, the stock markets are closed. I presume. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. What? President's Day. You know? Wow. And, and, and it, to, I don't know. If, I don't know if you know this, being Canadian and all that. It used to be. I think this. Yeah, it was Washington's birthday. We used to have two right. days off. We used to have Lincoln's birthday, February twelfth, and then you'd have Washington's birthday, February twentieth. And somehow they combined them to become President's Day and gave us one day off, which really is not that good news, that, but it's been around for quite a while. We lost that, a day off. That is, a day off is a good day. And um, and how are you doing? I'm fine, as a matter of fact. I'm just fine. Thank you very much for asking. All was well, well for we the missed weekend. You at, the, yes. Go ahead, please. We missed you at FETC. 
I, I, I missed FETC, and uh, I'm sorry I did. But uh, actually, that's why I wanted to talk about You know, I always say this, you know, and I hope people go over to mindsharelearning.com. There's really a lot going on in Canada, and Robert has his pulse on it. But the other thing Robert does, which is really cool, he gives us the pulse of Canadian education, but he gives Canadian education the pulse of American uh, thoughts and actions, the industry, et cetera, et cetera, because a lot of the Canadian schools look to American products, and I hope some of that's vice versa as well. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's important that, the, you know, obviously hands across the border, if I may. All right. And by the way, Robert, I have to tell you, for someone from another country, you speak English beautifully. Oh, you're too kind, Larry. I've always I enjoyed tried, you know. our interactions. And yes. the media room was not the same without you. Thank you. With your Thank classic, you. you know, brimmed hat, you know, <laughs> looking like a cowboy from yeah. the West, but you, you reside in the beautiful part of Maine. Yeah, I do. In the remote forests of Maine. <laughs> and you, you hone your craft for, like, how many years is this for you now? It's, I know this is about, about Canada, about 15 but... years, actually, to tell you the truth. 15 years. Yeah. It took 15 years to be a legend in EdTech for Larry. And oh, I, I, was is, a so. I was a legend long before this. Okay, with, well, uh, I'm legendary. Look, I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like the rock, the ancient bird. I'm the, you're the phoenix. Well, you uh, know, you. Uh, I love all that you do for education, and your newest publication is phenomenal. So, thank well, you. without further delay, why don't we jump into the top 10 EdTech trends that will shape education for 2023 that we presented at FETC, and we announced it there. And as well, we were at ERDI US in Palm Springs last week, and I had the honor of presenting with Kathy Hurley, another legend at 50 years in EdTech. Yeah, that that amazing lady. It's unbelievable. So let's hear what's going on. And by the way, I want to say it again, mindsharelearning.com. It's really a good website, everybody. Please check it out. Or mindsharelearning.ca. But however you get there, it's a great, a great website you, and great you got it. I did, I did yeah. tweet this out so you could retweet it. Uh, you are on our Twitter now, and I announced that we were speaking. And, and, and this is live, if I'm not mistaken. It is live, although we archive it. Okay, so people can listen anytime, and we archive everything over at ace-ed.org. You know, if it wasn't a holiday, I might have simulcast this on Mindshare TV, you know. For another well, time. For another time. Next time. You're on a lot. Next time. Okay. I want to hear the top okay. 10 trends, Robert. What's the top 10 trends? Can I ask for a drum roll? Do you have drum roll? <laughs> All right. Uh, number one, artificial intelligence, AI, comes of age with chat GPT in 2023. Is that number one or number 10? Wait a Is that number one? Yeah, we're starting. Yeah. yeah, number one. Yeah. And, wow. uh, you know, we've long talked about AI, but yeah. really, you know, there are pivotal moments in in our lifetime in education where we can define technologies. Like I recall in the 70s when I got my first Texas Instruments calculator and it was banned. It was banned from my math class. Of course. And and it's no different than ChatGPT or exactly. the iPad exactly. or the computer. You know, anytime an innovative new 
technology comes along, you know, generally speaking, you know, uh, change is not something that's always welcomed, especially in, in education when it's going to impact students, and it needs to be. Um, so, you know, I actually, uh, you know, did a little uh, inquiry myself, and I asked ChatGBT, how can uh, this tool be used in education? And it just, you know, within a minute, just printed out, you know, four or five really good points on assessment, lesson planning. If I'm a grade four teacher and I want to do a lesson on the solar system, it will prepare the lesson for you with the rubric and um, within, you know, seconds. So it's not all about, you know, plagiarism. It's about digital literacy. Of course, that, that we have to understand, and that's exactly actually the, the way you introduced that struck because you said, "Chat GBT comes of age," and uh, I'm not sure that's the right phrasing because it takes a long time for something to come of age. We this is new and exciting, okay, and scary. I might add to a lot of people, yeah. all right, and all those things are legitimate, all right. But it had, in my opinion, and you correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. it hasn't come of age. Because we don't, we, it's brand new to all of us, okay? And we don't know how to use yeah. it yet. And, and your example of the calculator is perfect. You know, every math teacher was scared to death, okay, yeah. to, to allow kids to use a calculator. But now you don't have a math class without one, okay? So in other words, the right. calculator, so to speak, has come of age, okay? But chat GPT, it, it's new now. I, has, you didn't get, I mean, where are we going to go for with this thing? What do you What do you think, really? Well, well, you know, uh, Bing, Microsoft invested ten billion dollars in it, and they launched a Bing um, uh, platform with ChatGPT yep. integrated. I think you know it'll find its place. I, I was speaking with some professors. I, I played hockey on the faculty team at York University, and we were discussing some of the challenges. And there are tools that will will identify if a student submits an essay having used this platform. So, so you know, not unlike some of the other uh, essay scanning tools to prevent plagiarism, you know, it, it's it's about using the right tool at the right time, Larry. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and, and one of the say, things, oh, go yeah, go I, I was going to mention go that, no worries, uh, I share in this top 10 that's available, as you alluded to, on Mindshare, learning.com or .ca, a teacher's prompt guide to ChatGBT aligned with what works best. So this is a a professor um, from Columbia University at Heft Educator on Twitter, and she put together a wonderful resource to help guide teachers. So we always try to, in our top 10 trends, try to share a resource that helps educators make sense of you know the yeah. the trend that makes you and, and make sense of what's going on in the world within those trends. That's I right. Tell you, it's 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 very very important. But, and you know, I think I also say, while we're on I the did. subject, I think it's going to I think it's going to really affect, and I hope it does. Okay, and yeah. they're usually the last ones to take up the charge. I hope it affects teacher education because oh if my, it makes life that. easier for teachers. Okay, really, it's, it's right. a blessing in disguise because 
It's just it, that'll be a miracle because that's the that's the number one complaint. There's yeah. not enough time to do everything. Boy, if that's right. Machine can do it for teachers you. Back yeah. time. This 100% will give teachers back time. It's going to help with assessment. It's going to help with lesson planning. And uh, so I did say artificial intelligence, AI comes of age, not you, right, thank you. of age. Thank you. So I appreciate that. I just my wanted point. to my bad. Thank you know, you. <laughs> rephrase that. So how am thank I doing you. so far? You're doing, you're, you're, you've got an A plus because you corrected me. So that's good. And you did say AI, AI comes of age. Then you refer yeah. to the chat so box. So that's number cool. two, drum roll, please. Two. Number two. <laughs> Cybersecurity and student data privacy, a crisis. The silver Absolutely. lining, the silver line in the student career pathways in the area, in these areas. And my daughter is a case in point where she's working uh, for Zscaler and doing well and fine and, and gainfully employed. Thank you very much. I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear that. Okay, she's still, you know, this will get her out of that. She's out of the house and on her own now. And, because of this. and off the payroll. There you go. <laughs> That, there you that go. is the most rewarding part of all of that. But, yeah. uh, but you know, just <laughs> to hone in, you know, uh, one of the districts in the Toronto area, yeah. uh, Durham uh, School Board, uh, was hit with a breach, and it shut the school district down for two yep. days. No phones, no Internet. <clears throat> so... Um, you know, we, we've got a lot of work to do in this area, and uh, school districts are so vulnerable. Um, and uh, so, you know, there are some great resources. The Canadian Center for Cybersecurity, CISA, uh, leads uh, the, a national uh, strategy. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's great resources as well in the U.S., no doubt. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, every organization, company uh, is required to have a cybersecurity strategy in the U.S. We have yeah. not gotten to that point, which makes a lot of sense. And there's some, you know, on the silver lining front, uh, ICTC, which is a not-for-profit that promotes uh, digital skills, has a cyber titan competition uh, for teachers and students to bring awareness. And, um, yeah, so there's a lot of opportunities for kids to learn and pursue pathways to uh, careers in this area. It's, it's really fascinating. And, and I love the, you know, you talk about a silver lining, all right? We're worried about cybersecurity, but that also opens up a whole world of jobs. Okay. Yeah, and that's so exactly. important. I was talking to CETA, our state ed tech directors association yes. last week, you know, that, and um, Julia, you know, Exactly, Julie. I was talking to Ellen Ullman, who's new there. She, she's their new director of yeah. communications. Okay, and she's wonderful. And um, I was talking to Ellen, and we were talking, and uh, she said, you know, that that's the big issue. That's the number one issue that's facing the ed tech directors, okay, is cybersecurity, yeah. privacy, and all that. And it is really scary, and it has to be controlled, okay? And you, you mentioned that, that, I think you said Durham School District. Or Dunham? That's correct. Was yeah, that correct. ransomware that hit them, or was it just a, a, a hack? Ransomware. Ugh. Did they have to pay? Well, they didn't divulge. They didn't divulge. Yeah. But, uh, 
You know, we have a, you know, as co-founder and CEO of C21 Canada, Canadians for 21st Century Learning and Innovation, we now have a CIO alliance, and we had a national conversation on the state of cybersecurity to bring insight into this. So we're constantly trying to uh, provide, you know, professional learning to the sector. And, you know, that's what we, we try to do on a daily basis, Larry. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, that's one of the scarier things. And, you know, what really scares me, I mean, besides the obvious, is that ransomware, you know, schools are on a tight budget anyway. And I, I just read that one of the school districts is right around here had cut a, a one, $1.3 million out of their budget this year. All right. And then you add right. in the ransom. Give me a break. You know, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, you need... it's frightening. It's frightening. Number and, three. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go. Number three. Number three. Well-being and active learning. And stu- teachers and students continue to make progress in settling back into classrooms with uh, a lens on well-being. It's, it's a crisis as well. And there was a notable report that was released by British researchers highlighting the importance of kids getting outdoors as a means of nurturing well-being and active, healthy, active living and learning uh, that we talk about. And you, you live in a beautiful region of the country, and uh, as you? do we. And, and there's always opportunities for kids to be active and you know, uh, whether it's yoga or na- nature walk, for both teachers and students, because teachers have been really challenged in this area. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, and uh, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the company Lou from Quebec, just north of you, across the border in a little west. They've got this interactive projector that you put in the gymnasium where kids actually do learning <laughs> modules and with Ball, you know, bouncing balls uh, onto a, a you're, it's like you're in the game. You know, it's like a virtual oh, video did. game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, no, actually, we're going up to Quebec City <laughs> in uh, the the end of uh, the end of April, <laughs> beginning of May. Oh, you are. Yeah, you're well, going up for a few know, days with friends. Cool. I love it up there. It's what you know for for your magazine. This is very relevant, and I it think is. it would be. Pretty cool to connect with the guys from Lou in uh, Play Lou uh, in uh, in Quebec. I, I can put you in touch with them. Thank you. I'm going to let you do that. And also, there's a group down here I learned about called the Daily Mile. Okay, which is a similar thing. They're very concerned. I, I shouldn't say it's a similar thing. Yeah. They're very concerned. It's the same type of thing. They're very concerned about the well-being, social, emotional level of children. Okay, and teachers. <laughs> Okay, yeah. and you got to get people outside and doing stuff, you know, and we've lost that, again, because of the pandemic to a great deal, but we were sitting on our fat asses long before the pandemic. So the pandemic's a good excuse to get out. You're one of the people who's actually not on their ass, okay? He's actually going out playing hockey three times a week, ice hockey, okay? Yeah. I, Which I'm, I'm very proud of you Friday. for doing that, I have to tell you, okay? Thank you. And Thank you. I mean that. I mean that. But we keep these kids confined and in chairs, Okay, uh, all day or just even moving around indoors in class, it's not healthy. And uh, post-pandemic, et cetera, it's time to make a change. All right. And so I like what you just said. Okay, that that well-being, which we call social, I think it's the same as social emotional learning. Okay, we just got to take care of it. 
it fits into that same category and yeah. wholeheartedly agree with you. All right, moving along. We wait, wait, ask, five. How do you spell Lou? You said Lou from Quebec, but how do you yeah, spell it's L-L-U. L-U. L-U. Okay, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, moving on to number four. <laughs> Experiential learning to future-proof student resiliency with the seven C's or four C's or five C's. Coming of age with the focus on <clears throat> this is right up in your wheelhouse: diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh yeah, digital literacy and citizenship lens. Lots to unpack there, but the notion of yeah, future-proofing systems and developing teacher and student skills are vital to our country and and in your country's success and well-being. So, I mean, talk to me, Larry, about the inspiration of your magazine because this is like on point for what your mission is. Well, it really, it really is. You know, our magazine is all about equity and access. And we've been talking about that for years, <laughs> long before we started the magazine. And it's easy to say yeah. it, but a lot harder to do it. Okay. And we got to make sure And some, a, a, a superintendent, I think it was Mary Templeton out in, uh, in uh, Washington <laughs> state. She, she, who's a wonderful lady. And, 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 and she, she said, you know, we used to be doing it great for, a lot of kids, but now we got to do it great for every kid, and and, and yeah. therein lies the difference. And uh, I like your term future. Did you say future proofing? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. What, what do you yeah, mean by that? Future proofing. Yeah. Well, well, it, it's well, just, what do they mean? You know. That? Well, making kids, you know, um, helping them anticipate what's coming. So if you yeah, okay. have those essential skills embedded in your DNA and you are prepared for what now, we're, we're yep. preparing kids for future, we do not know. That's so right. the more pliable or durable your skills are, right, when it comes to right. digital literacy, citizenship, character, critical thinking, creativity, and innovation, when, when, when you have all those and computer and digital skills, when you have those skills embedded in your students, they, they're more agile and prepared and future-proofed. That's right. So they, they are agile and adaptable. It's called future ready, and we just got to be ready for that. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I'm going to go back to what I said a few minutes ago. I just want to click my thought for a second is that, all of this requires a major, major, major change in teacher education. Okay? It can't be the way it has been. It cannot 100%. be that way anymore. Yeah. It's, well, we, we, I don't want to say, I want to say this the right way. We got to bring in other pro- professorial points of view, uh, neuroscience, cyber technology, yeah. into teacher education. Okay, it's it's not about if I may John Dewey anymore. Okay, as important you know, as he was in, in his day, that's a that's a different 100%. time zone. Yeah, I understand you know, this one enough. I think this could be easily number one, really, at the end of the day, because it really is about the student at the center, yeah. and, and and further down, we might have to do a, a part two if we might only get through five of these today, but. Is this thirty minutes or is it an hour long? We got we got to have another six minutes here, my friend. Okay, we can do yeah. another part two, you know, but yeah. because I mean, these are all so important, right? Say it again. And, I'm sorry, and, I talked over you. 
Yeah, no worries. Uh, but, you know, to just wrap a bow around this one, um, you know, to your point, students need challenge-based learning, problem-based learning, discovery learning, whatever you. you want to call it, so that they are problem solvers, that they are not regurgitating got that learning. <clears throat> so with that, why don't we move on to number five? Okay, I just want to say one thing and one comment on yeah. that. And that is that, uh, and I've always felt this way, we need for every kid, every kid, that's an extremely important phrase, every kid, we need, extre- kind of jumps on what you just said, we need extremely rigorous education, okay? Regurgitate, but have them think, okay, and make it hard. And you know what? You know what? Kids <laughs> like that. I don't care who the kid is. They want to be challenged. Their minds are wide open, all right? But regurgitation is not fun, okay? And well, that's, and to that yeah. point, you know, we are launching our 15th edition, and it's in your magazine, of the Canadian uh, Schools of the Future Student Invention Challenge. We've tweaked yes. it. Instead of innovation, we, we, we tweaked the verbiage to, to invention because I think innovation <laughs> is, a little, is a little too esoteric, if you will. And, yeah. um, and, and so invention is more concise. So it's really about kids being problem solvers. And we have, we've given away over a million dollars in prizing in the last uh, 15 years. Good for you, man. You're the best. So I feel, I tell you, so I feel good about that. More. Well, one more before we go. We're okay. going to do one more. And yeah. uh, number five. Thank you. Uh, emerging agile online learning models. It's about using the right that. tool at the right I love that. time. Having come through one of the most transformational periods in our history of modern education, there are many forms and models of online learning that have emerged. And, you know, crisis learning was not elegant. Uh, Having a grade two online learning, uh, you know, essentially parents needed to be by their side. And the media was, you know, mainstream media was super critical. But Listen, without any of uh, these tools, and kudos, could I give a shout-out to all the EdTech solution providers and the teachers who stepped up, who had never used tech in their entire career? Who would have imagined, Larry, in our lifetime, 100% of all educators use some form of tech-infused pedagogy? One of the good things that came out of the pandemic, one of the few good things. And one of the challenges is per Dr. Steve Jordan's University of Toronto psychologist who has his own ed tech uh, assessment company talked about the threat of the great snapback. He coined that phrase that you probably oh, heard. I have not. Dr. Don't, Steve Jordan. I like that. I like that. I have not heard that phrase. Well, it didn't, like make it, phrase. it didn't make it into Maine. It didn't make it into Maine, the state it of Maine. Didn't, didn't make it into Cornish, Maine anyway. I don't know that phrase. But I know what it means, but you talk about it. Well, yeah, uh, you know, teachers, you know, and believe it or not, there were unions that were advising teachers, you know, this year going back to in-class learning to to not focus on on technology. And, yeah, and yeah. so 
So, yeah. you know, it was a real conundrum, but some teachers, you know, it's like, you know, um, you know, a carpenter with a toolbox. You, you can't yeah. tell them not to use their toolbox. You know, it's using, again, it's using the right tool at the right time. I did it's a, a lot easier to um, use a hand a nail gun than it is to use a hammer when you're putting on yeah. a roof. Yeah. I, I did a kitchen right rental, tool. and I, I project managed a kitchen rental, being Italian background and having, <laughs> you know, construction in my DNA. Yes, uh, I, you know, styling, I, I, yeah. I, my toolbox was very, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, well utilized. And, um, and so, but we, we do share uh, some great resources <laughs> from uh, Dr. Ron Austin, Dean Emeritus of York University, who is an expert on online learning in this report. Uh, he came up with seven models and Dr. Tony Bates, uh, another legend in online learning, uh, we shared his teaching in the digital age third edition. So there's some great resources to support teaching and learning that are free. And, uh, you know, we go from, you know, fully synchronous to blended to high flex to blend flex to traditional blended learning, flip classroom, right? Classroom, yeah. send the kids yeah. to discover yeah. and problem solve and then come back and share that with the class. Storytelling, on that note, you know, one of the, uh, and I make this a, a bonus one, storytelling is the rage in 2023 because that gives that. Uh, that gives students an opportunity to really share their learning, right? And that's the whole concept around flipped classroom or problem or challenge-based learning and, and for the teachers to assess students <clears throat> in a storytelling model. But that's that's number five, and, and I would love to get your thoughts on that one as we prepare to wrap up because it's well, never we, enough time. We are to wrap up, and, I, and that's the whole point. Yeah, I'm going to say it this way, student voice. Okay, oh, we have to put student voice that. in there, and that's that storytelling. The teacher is the student facilitator. Voice. The teacher is the facilitator, and I don't know where it's going to go. We'll go back to the beginning with the artificial intelligence, but we got to make a change. You and I are going to go, but I'll call you later today, and we're going to set up the next show and go through the next five. Is that okay? That yeah, because I think we piqued uh, our audience's interest, and uh, we have. Thank we you for. Keep mine. for <laughs> Having helping me drill down deeper into this, I love that student voice. You, yeah, Larry, stuff, you man. truly are a legend. Yeah, I'm grateful of our time together today. Thank you. Happy pal. President's I, I Day. I love having you on. You know that I love talking to you. And I just think you bring so you're, much to the party. You always have. You're the okay. You're the best. You always have. Okay. And Thank I love you, a Robert. party. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You take care. I'll talk to you soon. I have promise. a great day. You too. All the best. Until Thanks. next time, keep the learning curve steep. You got it, man. Thank you. Bye. Ciao. Okay, everybody. Oh, didn't mean to cut you off there, big guy. Robert Martellaggi, MindshareLearning.com. And if you don't go there and learn what he has to say, you're missing a lot. We're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org. That's what we do. He does it at MindshareLearning.com, and we share everything together. My name's Larry Jacobs, Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. Thanks for listening. 